Okay, we are back for a second episode of Spooky. The Spooky Podcast. Spooky Podcast. So, hey everybody, like we've put out one episode already. and To rave reviews, it's already sure. been introduced at Sundance. <laughs> I think our rave reviews is people going, oh god damn it. Oh man. These two? I have to listen to it. These two, oh, these two guys. <laughs> but yeah, we've gotten some some good uh, feedback. People are listening, so that's cool. So hopefully that'll keep keep going. So what do we talk about today? What's going on this week? There was something that happened yesterday that was like pretty big. Yeah, the the sun was blotted out. By the moon, the lunar eclipse. And then a ragtag team of earthbenders, waterbenders, and one airbender invaded the Fire Nation on the day of Black Sun. That's what happened. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. It's Avatar the Last Airbender. No, I haven't seen that. <laughs> that was like a. You know, an important plot point that they invaded during the day of Black Sun. I didn't even I didn't even see the uh, the movie. Well, you're, you know that that movie that moved M Night Shyamalan to the top of my throat punch list. Yeah. Yeah. That bad, that, huh? Yeah. I would forgive a person that slapped one of my own children before I forgive M. Night Shyamalan for that piece of shit movie. <laughs> and we have, a, we have a special guest here today as well, which is the dog across the street, barking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, our world headquarters is a very open environment, you yep. know, so we can channel the, the chi and the powers of energy that be throughout the world. Uh, the the world, the worth, the mm. worth. And so you'll hear birds chirping, dog barking. Yeah. You might hear the neighbors arguing. We have one of those open air studios. Yes, very much so. We had the eclipse yesterday. Um, did you see the eclipse? Um, I took pictures of it. You know, through the shadow, through the trees, because it was super cloudy here. Yeah, you know, of course, irony defined. Um, live in the desert, and on the day of a major, you know, uh, event such as the eclipse, storm clouds. But every now and then the sun would break through, so I managed to take a picture of the uh, the shadows cast yeah. uh, between the um, through the the tree leaves. You know, so it looked like a bunch of little smiley faces. Or, you know, whatever heavenly body you believed in decided that they were going to clip all their toenails and fingernails. Uh, however you want to look at it. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, you know, maybe it was hygiene day. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, I took a picture of it through that. But I was super excited about it, you know. Yeah. I mean, I was like, hey, this is pretty cool. Yeah. And I guess the, the next time there'll be a total eclipse is in 2024. Oh, okay. And we can see it, the full totality, because we didn't get the full totality here. Right. That was like in northern 
the northern United States. Like yeah, it was well, it started in Oregon and then it kind of went down through the Midwest and ended in Charleston. The next one where you can see um, the totality. <laughs> it just sounds so ominous. Yeah. ominous. <laughs> the totality of the darkness of the... <laughs> it is... Uh, in 2024, and luckily for us, with our location, is it's in Texas. So, like, we could totally just, you know, right. shoot out to Texas real quick and eat some bland Tex-Mex food and then come back. And Right. That is if, you know, all of us are still here. If we're still here. Right. Because I don't know how many people may or may not have been bitten by vampires mm -hmm. during eclipse, the total yeah. totality eclipse vampires <laughs> because they can walk the earth in because the sun's <laughs> not out think about it people i didn't i didn't see the eclipse myself i saw quite a few pictures of it but i didn't have any eclipse glasses or any of that kind of stuff and you know i'm still under the impression i'm i'm no science scientician mm -hmm. Scientists is that that is a very difficult degree to get. It's difficult, you know. I, I can't. I can't very perform. Very select few. I can't perform rocket surgery. <laughs> so all I know is that back in like third grade, they told me that if I look at an eclipse, my eyes will burn out of my head, and all my children and my children's children and their children will all be cursed. It'll be basically like time. Raiders of the Lost Ark when yeah. they open the ark. Yeah. So I, I, I was out and about, but I kind of kept my head down because I was afraid of my eyes burning out, out of my head. And I did stop and get gas at one point, and the poor guy behind the counter, he looked a little uh, off. And so I'm like, you're right, dude? And he was like, oh, just being stupid. And I'm all, did you look at the eclipse? He's like, yep. Well, now, and then I got dizzy, and now my eyes are weird. And so I imagine at this point he's probably a zombie. Well, I don't know. I mean, like, when I was a kid, you know, I'm fairly fairly pale individual and I've grown up in the southwest the majority of my life so I am prone to this thing called sunburn which is basically what happens to your eyes right, right. Um, if you look at the eclipse from what I've read uh -huh. and I'm just wondering if like maybe some aloe vera or noxema if he just rubbed it in his eyes, yeah, just get it, just really if get it, it would there. like give him a little bit of relief. Yeah, maybe. But like I said, I'm no I'm no scientician, so I didn't know that. But yesterday, I should I would have told him. But so he's probably dead. So, but for the future, I'll, I'll know, be able to tell people just squirt some aloe vera right in your eyeballs. <clears throat> Do they fine. even make Noxzema still? I don't probably, know. Probably, probably they still make like Brill cream. That's true. <laughs> so, That's true. So they probably still make Noxzema. <laughs> Get some Brill cream for the beard, yeah. since I can't grow a pompadour anymore. Yep. And I'll just start like doing those weird creative things with my beard when I go out and about. Yep. Make it look like an octopus. The mark of an aging hipster. <laughs> <laughs> I just do funny shit with my beard. You never lose your hair, folks, just so you know. It just moves. <laughs> just just, just goes. Like it stops at the, you know, at the top of your head. That's where it was when it was productive and it was during its work life. And then it just retires south yeah, like of your body. Yeah, like old people in Florida. Exactly. 
just just moves. It out. just moves. It's true. It's true. Like where'd this come from? <laughs> Good God! Yeah, it's just uh, you know. Having having a good good time in the twilight of its life. The twilight. <laughs> so I figured, um, you know, not that I wanted to do any actual like research for this thing, but um, since we did have the eclipse yesterday, I thought we might talk about some some solar eclipse legends and lore. Some I'm good the, with that. Some of the crazy ass shit that people believe or have believed due to uh, the eclipse. So, let's just go down the list. There's a lot of stuff here. Um, the Chippewa people, they would uh, shoot flaming arrows at the eclipse, believing that they could be, that the sun had gone out and they were trying to help like set that shit back on fire, like reignite it. Thank you, Chippewa people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, in Peru... They did the same thing, but for a different reason. Because they believed that uh, some kind of sky beast was attacking the sun. And so they were shooting flaming arrows at the sky beast to try and, mm. if not kill it, then scare it off. The Midgard serpent it unleashed itself from forming a ring around Earth to attack the sun. There you go. Total sense. Total sense. So, you know, they've got some kind of like logic going here. Um, then there's the people of Colombia who would, uh, just yell, just yell to the sky. They would shout to the heavens, not, not angrily. They were promising. They were basically like praying, but just screaming like, we'll be good. We'll be, we'll work hard. Like, stop. <laughs> okay. So not like me in a movie theater when some, or at a concert where some, I get stuck behind some eight foot giant. And I can't see anything. I'm like, move your ass! No, no, oh, okay. <clears throat> they were praying and yeah, no, they thought that offering the sun up their... was uh, just was angry with them and was like, deuces, I'm out. And they're like, no, 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 come back. No, please, please, <laughs> I'll be good. <laughs> we profess fealty to to thee. Just yeah. come back, please. Yeah. And then those that were not shouting were. Um, they, they would just start working real hard, like in the fields and stuff. They're like, look busy. <laughs> you got time to lean, you got time to clean. The sun's watching. What's that yes. bumper sticker? Jesus is coming back, look busy. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, no, I'm totally picking the corn. I, I, I totally am right now. Look, look, I'm driving these, these, this cattle to market. Um. <laughs> so here's one I've got some questions about. So in Norse culture... Uh, Loki was getting some revenge. The god of mischief. The other, the other gods, apparently, they put him in chains at one point, and he was mad about that. So then he created wolf-like giants, one of which swallows the sun. Mm. And that's what the eclipse is, is a wolf-like giant swallowing the sun. Well, Loki being half frost giant, he's perfectly fine with the sun being gone because things are going to get cold. Right. He's totally good with right. that. But my question is, is so how do they explain when the sun comes back, when the eclipse ends? So does the giant wolf like spit it out or like poop it out? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So that one's a little weird. Um, th my favorite one 
so far than I've read is in India, the demon spirit Rahu, Rahu, I don't know, I don't know how to pronounce this. R A R A H U, Rahu, um, steals and consumes the nectar of immortality, but is beheaded before he can swallow it. So his immortal head flies into the heavens. The sun and moon had alerted the gods to his theft, so he takes revenge on them. And then one Rahu swallows an orb, we have an eclipse. Which orb, I'm assuming, is the sun or the moon? Mm. Um, but the orb then returns to view because Rahu has no body. So his, his head ah. just sort of flies and he's like, oh, motherfuckers, and just eats the sun. And then he swallows it, and then it just kind of... And then it falls just out of falls, his, falls uh, out of his stump. He's <laughs> 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 so, and then he sort of flies by, and I'm so, and then it happens every what thirty some years. Now, depending on your location, yeah. There's a, one of the things I found out about the eclipse in in real life is that people will. Uh, there's eclipse chasers, kind of like how we have storm chasers. Right. Right. Because we have a lot of eclipses, but they usually happen over the ocean. Right. But there's still there there are eclipse chasers. Okay. And you know, I understand. I mean, I mean, it's a pretty significant thing to see if you actually get a chance to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, and so they chase them the same way people chase tornadoes or you know hurricanes and right and. So, you know, Bill, they, Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt exactly chasing them eclipses. Hey, you know, some really good laid pipe and um, a J.C. Penney leather belt save your ass in a storm. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right. So uh, Rahu, he's he's not done because they also believe in him apparently in uh, Indonesia and Polynesia. But their story is pretty similar. Minor change. So rather than when his head flies by and he's like, motherfucker, and he eats the sun, and then it just comes out his stump. Um, the difference is, is that in Indonesia and Poly- Polynesia, when he eats the sun, it burns his tongue so bad that he's like, ah, shit, and he just spits it out. But <laughs> Like, nope, never mind. I ain't that mad. <laughs> Hasn't anybody told Rahu to blow on his food before he eats it? Right. Just, well, no, because the problem is that he does that, but then uh, the Chippewa, he's like dodging flaming arrows, and as soon as he puts out the sun, <laughs> they just reignite that shit because their arrows are fucking flying, flying up. <laughs> Add some spice to that sun. <laughs> some ghost peppers. For you, Rahu. And we didn't tell you about it. Right. So, moving moving toward uh, Transylvania, which I imagine will be a subject uh, of many of our uh, podcasts in the future. But in Transylvanian folklore, it's nothing more than the sun being basically embarrassed by man's bad behavior. And for a minute, it's just going... Just turning its back on us. Well, you know, it's a uh, the sun is a she in Transylvania. It's a female. Oh, okay. And she's like, ugh. She's like, oh god, disgusting. You I'm disgusted. Football again. So it's the angry sun turning away and covering herself 
with darkness in response to men's bad behavior. I kind of like that. Yeah. That sounds nice. Yeah. It's sort of she a, should uh, shun us more. It's like a peaceful protest. No well, it's better than cosmic radiation raining down us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's helpful. Um, and uh, another thing, in, in a lot of places, so next up, uh, a, lot of it, a lot of places have a lot of folklore revolving around the sun and the moon being lovers. And an eclipse is essentially them having a spat. Um, oh. Okay. And so... Uh, I'm way more comfortable with celestial beings having a spat and observing that as opposed to like, oh, did I just walk in on my parents? Right. Right. Um, which... Like so, so it says here some some Native Americans um, and the Germans kind of have that sort of like what you're just talking about is that they're uh, they're getting it on. That's why Saturn's got so many moons. Mm. Saturn's like you know the ant that right. takes care of the you know <laughs> <laughs> the children. The, the children they're like no no we got. Serious sun and moon duties going on. <laughs> we need you to babysit these. Right, right. Um, and then even like kind of drawing on that to the Aborigines in Australia, uh, they view the sun uh, as a woman who carries a torch, and the moon is the is the male, and the uh, the lunar cycle. Since it's, so this is kind of confusing, but so the eclipse was basically the sun is on its on its cycle, on its on its lady mm-hmm. on its lady cycle, yeah. and so it's it's extra fertile at that point, and then so that's when the moon shows up. All hey hey, it's that time. No, I haven't seen you in forty years, but hey, what's yeah. that universal time? Come on, yeah, exactly, come on, baby. So yeah, so that's that's not scary. The moon, the moon and the sun. Just oh, that sounds good. Coming coming together. Right um, now. Which is basically summed up in the Tahitian belief, um, where the two the the sun and the moon are lovers. The eclipse is when they get lost in the moment, in intimacy, and that's where they create stars. To light their return to normalcy. Mm. So that's nice. Well, it's kind of nice. Yeah. I mean, unless they're having a tryst. And they're like, oh my god, I overslept. <laughs> <laughs> my, my celestial entity significant other is going to kill me. <laughs> I need to get out of here. <laughs> but kind of in line with what you're saying, like uh, I, could, I could see that in the sense of you know, like walking in on your parents. You know, like you look, you see the eclipse without special eyewear, you're going to get blinded. And like you feel, I'm sure, you know, if you had that experience of walking in on your parents, like you feel like you should be blinded, like you want to blind yourself. I never, I never walked in on them, but I had to hear it through the vents in the house. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I had yeah. to hear that. Just, yeah. you know. So I do my best to, scar my children in the same way if possible right 
<laughs> Got to grow up with a little bit of trauma. Uh, yeah, I mean, it builds character, right? Exactly. <laughs> Go outside and play. <laughs> yeah, psychiatrists are going to need uh, need some income in the future. So that's pretty. You know, that's a uh, uh, you know a big thing. So it's either you know some kind of creature or something attacking the sun, or the sun is a female and the moon is the male and comes and they they have a date or it's the other way around the one of them's one of them's female one of them's male um but so we also have some superstitions involved uh and they they even go they're not like even ancient superstitions they're like modern ones uh even even to this day pregnant women uh, are sometimes warned to stay inside during an eclipse. Don't eat. Don't carry sharp objects. And don't eat cooked food that was cooked before the eclipse. Okay. And I'm not giving reasons here from, what I, from my, my limited research. It's just bad. Just don't do it. I'm guessing it's kind of like the same sort of thing as like don't eat before you go swimming. Like for like what fifteen minutes or forty minutes? I don't know. Thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. That, was, that was the thing. Yeah. Maybe it's that. Because you'll get a cramp and you'll drown and you'll die. Yeah. So maybe that's what it is. So if you if you eat especially cooked food from before the eclipse, and you're walking around with like some scissors or a knife or something uh, <laughs> outside, then you'll probably like trip and fall on the knife or something, or the scissors. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> Um, it says here, modern baby blogs, which we now know is a thing, uh, uh, say that pregnant women should wear some sort of metal, such like, such as a safety pin to protect the baby from Mm. the eclipse. Uh, again, it's not providing any sort of reasoning. The only thing, the only thing I'm seeing here is that, uh, from, uh, the Aztecs, they believed that a celestial beast was biting the sun. And if a pregnant mother watched, then the beast would also bite the baby. Okay. So, um, no, I'm maybe, maybe see, that's where that's it comes from. But the thing is, so this, this uh, webpage that I'm kind of getting this stuff off of, this is, this is one of my favorite things. Uh, they have to point out, <laughs> they say, of course, None of this is true. <laughs> the only health warning is do not look at the sun as it can and will damage your retina. Turn you into a zombie. So, it's a good thing that they mentioned that. Um, so, again, there's more stuff, but uh, kind of on the positive side is it's not always, it's not always a negative thing that people believe. Um, some view it as a good luck charm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the miners in Bohemia, Bohemia, Bohemia's miners <laughs> says, I don't know if that was the thing. Uh, they believe that well, the there event... is a Bohemian Rhapsody out there. So, right. You know. Yeah. So. <laughs> hey, hey, there's that. Maybe I'll have to look into that for research. <laughs> but they believe that the event portended good luck in finding gold on their mining endeavors. Mm. And some North American, uh, 
uh, Native American tribes believed that an eclipse was simply nature's way of checking in with the sky, perhaps a sort of cleaning house. The sun and the moon temporarily leave their places in the sky to see if things are going all right on Earth. It's good. It's kind of like, you know, when you become an adult and life becomes, you know, life, and, right. you know, you kind of lose contact with your friends, and then every now and then you, like, get back together and be like, hey, how's it been going? What's yeah. up? Yeah. What you doing? Oh, still seeing you're still doing that sun thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, are you still affecting the tides and stuff? <laughs> yep. And I'm making sure werewolves get their, you know, get their time to get out there and play. Right. Oh, that's great. Oh, it was good seeing you. It was good seeing you, too. All right, sweet. All right. No, no, we'll get together for coffee later. No, we should have a barbecue. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) No, I imagine that this year, you know, if that were the case, the sun and moon kind of rock up on Earth and went, oh, man, that's just, that's just bad. And so they just they just rock back out in the sky. They're like, you know what? We'll just we'll check in later. Yeah. Ooh. You guys are doing that. <laughs> e. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I got this thing. Yeah. So what? In the meantime, just <laughs> do something about all of that, and uh, we'll check in with you later. Well, on your positive note of things too, mm-hmm. according to the research I did, mm-hmm. ancient scrolls. It doesn't say where the ancient scrolls are from. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Aliens. But, well, of course, yeah. duh. That if a woman conceives at the apex. Like in the uh, totality? In the totality. If she achieves totality during the totality? If, if, if she conceives at the totality. Right. It doesn't say anything about whether she needs to apex or not, but just as long as, you know. Uh, so the more, dude apexes at the apex. So more, yeah. So if he if he achieves totality, if he achieves totality during the totality, during the totality, okay. gotcha. And um, the child born afterwards will be immortal. Oh shit! And will have protection from the supernatural darkness. Hmm. Hmm. Well, shit. So, there you go. Next time there's a totality, um, you know, eclipse, and you're looking to start a family, time it. Time it out. Time it out. And your child will be immortal and protected from the supernatural darkness. However, if you happen to be of weak will Mm. or mentally ill, there is a threefold likelihood that you'll be possessed by demons. So if you, so if you, if you're a dude and you achieve totality during the totality, make sure you're a strong-willed dude that's not mentally ill. So you have. So you're either. You're so either you going... could create a mortal child, but then your sacrifice, if you're weak-willed or mentally ill, is you get possessed by demons. Oh. But will the, will the immortal child happen regardless? Yes, as far as I can tell. Okay. So you just might get... What would happen? What did you say? Okay, so... 
<laughs> if you're weak, so these are two. These are two separate things. Okay. Okay. So, if a child is conceived at the apex of the eclipse, right? You, you, that child will be immortal and be able and, and have protection against the dark forces. Right. You'll 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 conceive an immortal Van Helsing. Okay. Yes. Okay. Now, on a separate note, if you just is, if to you be, just happen to be walking around during the eclipse and you have weak will or you're mentally ill, uh-huh. it increases your chances threefold to be possessed by demons. Possessed by demons. Okay. So, but yeah. you bring up a good point. Mm-hmm. If a mentally ill or a weak-willed person conceives a child at the apex, the child should be there and be able to ward off the darkness. So you better be nice to that kid if you're possessed by demons, right. and then maybe he could like exercise you or something. Right, you, know? you just have to deal with yeah. a few years of... Yeah, until they can Demon talk section. and, you know, learn the spells because, you know, and then wizards right. and witches can just gaze upon the eclipse with no glasses. Oh, shit. All they need to know are the right spells. Huh. So maybe, maybe what happened is, is that Melania Trump is a witch and she cast some spells so that her and Donnie... Didn't have to wear the glasses. Didn't have to wear the glasses. Magnificent. Maybe maybe instead of making fun of them, maybe we should think about the dark powers that they may wield. Are they dark powers or are they light powers? Who knows? I'm just going to go ahead and assume, like, I'm just making the assumption that a wizard or a witch, I'm not, I don't follow the Harry Potter, uh, you know, Thing. Wizards and witches are inherently evil. I'm just gonna go ahead. And, I'm gonna make that even claim. Merlin. Even Merlin, he had some. He had some nefarious plots going on. Yep, I believe so. <laughs> what about Gandalf? Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Gandalf is a jerk. <laughs> he was a real jerk. Because you know what Gandalf could have done is he could have been like when they had the council where they formed the fellowship. He could have been like all. Oh, Yo, you know what? Instead of me sending all you guys to your de- your doom and your death, I could just call up my eagle buddies and we'll just soar over Mordor <laughs> and drop that shit in the, the volcano. How about we do that? No, instead he's just like, I'll just wait. I'll just wait on that text message until. Uh, he was nineteen fifties dad. Your quest will build character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like when uh, when Frodo and Samwell are pretty much dead. Like laying on a rock, he's like, "Well, okay, I'll send in the evils now." How about yeah? This is the time. I'll go ahead and send that. I'll go ahead and send that instant message, that Facebook message. Jerk. Emoticon eagle. So I got what I wanted. I, I got I got turned into Gandalf the White. Yep. I fought off the Balrog. Uh-huh. This you guys got out. me all kind of XP. Yeah. Uh, yeah that I way, I up. got raised a level. <laughs> I leveled up. Sorry so. you lost a finger. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry you lost, like, all your buddies. Sorry I made Boromir go crazy. He was... God, man. Sean Bean. If Gandalf, if Gandalf would have just called up his eagle buddies, Sean Bean would still be alive. Uh, Sean Bean dies a lot. He does die a lot. 
That's kind of his thing. Damn it. Ned Stark. Yep. But I'll tell you what, when I see him in, when I see a trailer or a picture of him with long hair in like some sort of medieval garb, I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to watch that. <laughs> and he's going to die. He's going to die in spectacular fashion. When he tries to do like regular movies, like he's a he's the renegade cop with an attitude and his hair's all short, you're like Oh, he'll still die. But it won't be quite as you know, it won't be like a you know, a broadsword beheading. He'll just get like shot in the face or something. Do you think that's like in his contract? He's like, I'm really not wanting to do any more sequels, so I'll play whatever role you want, but I need to make sure that I get killed off, like, immediately. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to do to me like you did to Harrison Ford and 40 years later, kill me off. <laughs> 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 From a character I hate playing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I want it quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we, we don't want that to happen to Sean Bean because Star Wars drove Harrison Ford to madness. I truly believe, I truly believe that during the filming of uh, this last Star Wars movie, they had to kill him. They had to because Harrison Ford was trying to commit suicide to get out of his Star Wars contract. <laughs> and so as a mercy, they killed off his character. Because during the filming of, of uh, Force Awakens, he had that quote-unquote, I'm making air quotes right now, accident coming off the oh, Millennium Falcon. Oh, where he broke Falcon. his leg, supposedly? Yeah, he's just like walking off the Millennium Falcon or whatever, and he's like, oh, broke my leg. He was trying to kill himself, and then and then he healed, and then he then he healed up. And he goes back to filming, and then he's like, "Well, I'm taking a break. I'm gonna go fly a plane around. Let me just crash this plane." He was re- he was ready to crash his plane into the ground to get out of the Star Wars contract. That's what I truly believe. And they were like, "You know what? We better just kill Han Solo, or we're gonna lose a national treasure. <laughs> Star Wars will drive a national treasure to suicide." So. I was trying to do research because there's been a lot of like news about something involving uh, neo Confederates and neo Nazis. I've, I've heard tell of of this. Yeah, something happened. White nationalists. Somewhere. Yeah, white nationalists and Nazis. stuff. So I was like, oh, yeah. well, let me try and do some investigation on you know like Confederate ghost stories. Yeah, topical. Or we're trying to be topical. Nazi. We're doing, yeah. Eclipses, Nazis. These are the things we're talking about in 2017. So I'm doing that, but every fucking two-cent reporter out there's tagline on their, on, you know, them reporting about what happened in Charlottesville is the ghost of the Confederacy, the ghost of uh, Hitler, the ghost of Nazi. And it's, you know, it's what happened in Charlottesville. Right. America you know. being haunted and then totally, by the I mean, racism. Totally, yeah. yeah. And I understand that. But it really threw a, you know, monkey wrench in, you know, the stuff I was trying to investigate. Sure. You know, can you guys use, like, specters or phantoms in your taglines or your headlines? That'd be great. You know, you know make my job easier. This isn't even a job. But <laughs> still. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, so I came across some, you know, I came across some things. One of, it's in Gettysburg. Okay. Right? Gettysburg. Um, that. They had, like, some kind of disagreement there where, like, 60,000 people died or something between the Union. Mm, I, think and, I think I might have learned about that. Yes. Cool. Yeah, there was some, something. Something, something happened. happened. There was an event. In there was an event in Gettysburg where people, you know, were saying mean things to each other and people just died by the power of words. Right. And cannibals. 
<laughs> so there is this um it's actually in the town so gettysburg is a town yes okay because i was always under the impression that it was just like a big ass field no <laughs> right next to it is gettysburg <laughs> oh, okay. yeah i mean if you wanted to be like a hundred percent accurate you'd go the big ass battle in the field next to gettysburg okay. i mean okay. but it was like a thousand yards away from the town. Most people tried to uh, the the Union, the Confederacy. It was just they were like trying to outmarch each other, and then by following the various roads and stuff, mm-hmm. they just <laughs> happened across paths at this field. They right, just converged there. Okay, and they're like, oh shit, there's the other side. Yeah. So. Okay. There was one civilian casualty during Gettysburg. Okay. Okay. And it was um, called the Jenny uh, Jenny Wade House. The Jenny Wade House. Mm. Okay. Her name, if I remember correctly, was Mary Virginia Wade. It's not even her house. It's her sister's house. Okay, so Mary is Mm. the sister of Jenny Wade. No, Mary... Virginia Wade is Jenny Wade. So I'm guessing they got the Jenny out of the Virginia part of... Virginia, okay. All right. So um, she was making bread for the Union soldiers. Mm, As you do, yeah. Across the street. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Confederacy had seized a building called the Farn... It's now referred to as the Farnsworth Home. Okay. And so they had a sniper's nest up in the attic. All right. And she's sending up bread. Yeah, she's in there. You know, she wasn't hiding. But, you know, the Union had started to retreat. And they were retreating through Gettysburg. And. Okay, these are Union soldiers in the house? Yeah, well, she was giving bread to the Union soldiers. Okay. Because Gettysburg is in Pennsylvania, so it was part of the Union. Okay. So she was giving bread. And they're the ones that were sniping it up in the. No, that Confederacy was up there. Back then, it wasn't so much about you know seizing territory as it much as it was about killing people. If right, that makes right. sense. No, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Craziness. And so she's in there. She's making bread, mm-hmm. minding her own business, other than you know giving soldiers some bread. Yeah, that's her business. And she's minding uh, it. snipers start sniping. Right. Now, are they aware of her downstairs? Baking bread? No, because, like, the door is closed. Like, if you go to this place, there's actually, I think it's two doors that uh, that a bullet hole's in. So she's just, like, in the kitchen all, hey, we'll make some bread. That's crazy. All right. Oh, look, we got some sweet buttercream. All right. Mm. That's crazy. Like, because, like, in my house, I can't, like, I can't float an air biscuit without, like, a cat poking its head around the corner all, what was that? But she's making bread in secret? Okay. I'm liking this. So I like Jenny Wade. So the, doing my research on this, so what happens is the sniper's bullet goes through the doors, mm-hmm. hits her in the back, okay. goes straight up into her heart, kills her instantly, but then the bullet come, it exits, and it's caught in her corset. Okay. And, like, everybody kept bringing up that it was caught in her corset. I'm like... <laughs> okay she's in there 
Making her bread. Right. And everybody's wigging out because it got caught in her corset. Yeah, like all the experts that are talking about it. You know, like they keep bringing that up. I'm like, is that really significant to... <laughs> well, because I imagine that like the weaponry back then isn't all that powerful. So that it, like, so if a bullet went through her body, I imagine it slowed pretty pretty good. Well, And yeah. that makes sense that it would be caught by the corset. I don't know. Just like they, they have a strange fascination about the corset. Okay. Just like, oh, oh the corset, the right. corset... <laughs> It's not like it's not like uh, more modern like JFK where like the bullet blasted through a person and then lodged itself in another person. Yeah. So anyhow. So Jenny Wave. So Jenny Wave got her ass shot. Yep. Okay. In Done the back dead. through the heart. Died instantly. Died instantly. Wearing a corset. Okay. She is one of three supposed ghosts that are in the house. Okay. In the Jenny Wade house. Jenny in Wade the Jenny Wade house. Okay. Even though it wasn't her house. Okay. So it's like if I get killed in your house, you have to rename it the Shane Whitty house. If okay. I start haunting. All right. All right. If you get sniped in my house, we'll call it the Shane Whitty house. By the Shane Whitty house. <laughs> Fair enough. But, supposedly, there are two more ghosts there. Okay. At least two more ghosts. At least we don't know. We don't know. But we're pretty sure three. According to Lore, is one of her fiance, who was a Union soldier, mm. hence why she was making bread for mm. Union soldiers. Okay. Loyalty. Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, there's three more ghosts other than Jenny Wade in the house. Oh. A total of four ghosts mm -hmm. that we're aware of. That we're aware of. Right. And um, another one is her father, supposedly. Okay. Who is there to protect her from what he couldn't protect her from mm. in 1863. Mm. Okay. This is where it gets really kind of interesting. And that is the fourth ghost is... So when you're in the military and you go to war, you write basically a death letter. Tell your wife how much you love her, the kids how much you love them. You know, your husband, same thing. You know, maybe that guy, Bert, you don't like. You'd be like, make sure he knows he's a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just, just whatever, whatever you wanted to say during life. Yeah. In the event that you were killed, you said this letter is sent off to, I'm assuming, family, friends or family, so that they can spread the news. Exactly. This person died, and they wanted you to know that you're a piece of shit. <laughs> exactly, right. Okay, cool. This is a practice that still happens? Still yeah. Do, they still no, when, when, when I was deployed, um, we all had death letters. All right, I mean, it's a morbid yeah, thing, it's morbid, morbid. but it's something you do. Sure, okay. It makes sense. Just in case. It makes sense. There's yeah. a lot of people I want to go tell fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't like, want to tell them until after I was dead. Okay, this makes sense. I like this. I think I might just write one anyway. So the last one, fellow brother in arms. Okay, another soldier. Homies was, with her fiance. Who was supposed to deliver the death letter. Oh, okay. Her fiance's death letter? Yes. Okay. Her fiance's death letter to her. Right. But he ends up getting killed. The part of the lore is that Jenny was a, a, a midwife. Okay. And um, one of the babies that she was midwifing for, it was a miscarriage. 
All right. So they think that she's haunting the place because of she's trying to finish her work, uh, you know, to make up for the miscarriage. There's no evidence that, you know, she was the cause of the miscarriage, but... We're talking about Jenny here. Jenny, yeah. So her ghost is baking bread and watching and, and, and watching out for, for the children. The children. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Her father is just roaming the house looking for Jenny right. to protect her from the sniper's bullet. Right. Peeking out the windows, grumbling about the neighbors. Yeah. Okay. And get them damn cats off my lawn. Right. Or something. Those cats might be sniping. Then, Get away from the windows, Jenny. Then the fiance is there looking for her because, you know, it's his love. It's his fiance. Right. So he's there looking for it. Okay. And then, on top of that, it's the guy that was supposed to deliver the letter that didn't deliver the letter. Uh-huh. And he's trying to deliver the letter. Okay. And so they're all in this house, all looking for each other. Yes. And it's like... It's like ghost hide-and-seek, I guess. It's like those old episodes of Scooby-Doo when the ghost is chasing them around, they keep going to the different rooms. Yeah, they're... Just missing each other? To to like a song by the monkeys or whatever, you know. (laughs) Okay. You know know what this sounds like? This sounds like this would be a pretty good season of uh, American Horror Story. (laughs) They They should get on that. Get on it. Get on the Jenny Wade story! Yeah. Why are you hiding the truth? Yeah. Where, like, someone's like, I'm looking, I'm looking for Jenny. I'm supposed to give her this letter. And, like, she's in the kitchen baking bread and has been for, like, a hundred years, dude. Just go in there. She's minding the children and baking bread for you. I'm sure she has bread for you. I don't know. I just, when I was, when I was investigating it, I, you know, I don't like to laugh at the misfortune of somebody. Obviously... You know, the Civil War was an atrocious event in our national history. Sure. And, you know, and in the event of any war, there being civilian casualties is even more atrocious than the war. Sure. But I just, I couldn't help but start giggling where I'm like, okay, she's engaged. Dad's trying to protect her. Fiance is trying to find her. And homeboy that was supposed to deliver the letter. <laughs> All in the same house. Yeah. yeah. Just circling each other. Maybe that's why they see so many circling shadows in the house, you know? Yeah. like They're just missing each other. Yeah. They're poking their head. The, the ghost is poking its head around the corner. Oh. Jenny? Oh. Oh, no. Tour group? Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'll this just way. Check over over here. here. Yeah, maybe one day the, the guy supposed to deliver the letter... Just happens his ass into the kitchen around the same time when her fiance finds her too. So he just kind of walks in. He's all, "Jenny, I finally found you. Here's this. Oh, you're here." Yeah, and then uh, Dad comes in and be like, "Oh, okay, good. All right, now we can all rest peacefully right. for eternity." Oh shit! Everybody get down. Their cats in the yard. <laughs> they might be sniping. <laughs> but yeah, I just. I just found it. I was like, it's like a plot to like Days of Our Lives or something. Yeah, no, that's oh. great. Like, like I said, that would be a great, that would be a really good season of American Horror Story. It was just like these ghosts, sort of Keystone, copping their way around this house, <laughs> trying to find each other. I imagine it's not a huge house. Hmm. You know, bigger probably than your because hmm. I think they built them shits big back then. But 
Well, yeah, some if they they could afford it. I mean, but you know. But you would think you would think after, say, fifty years, somebody would find somebody. You'd think. You'd think. But, but you know what? It, time, time is an illusion, man. Mm-hmm. Especially in the in in the ether. Right. In the ethereal. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Ethereal. Ethereal. Realm? Yeah. Here's a question. This is something I was wondering. Why is it? Why is it that all ghosts? tend to be, especially here in America, they all tend to be from like the 1700s or the 1800s. I mean, because people have died since then. How come there isn't like... (laughs) That's a good question. Now, how come there isn't like like some some house somewhere that's being haunted by like... Johnny Carson? Not even Johnny Carson. (laughs) Just like, you know, like some some kid from like the 90s or something. Some kid rocking around in like a Pearl Jam shirt and like Jinko jeans. (laughs) Giant wallet chain. Yeah. Instead of the the ghostly chains of, uh, is it Morley from... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Marley, yeah. From... uh, Uh, Christmas Story. Christmas Story. Christmas Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol, yeah. And... But instead, it's his long wallet chain that goes yeah. down to his ankle. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of American Horror Story, that first season, they had that one kid who like killed himself. I think in the nineties, and he was a ghost. He was. He, I don't know. I don't know if it actually had anything to do with Kurt Cobain, but I'm assuming. <laughs> Just go out on a limb on there. That's yeah. pretty. It's a pretty safe limb. That's a sturdy limb to go out on. Yeah. So they had that in that show, but like you don't hear about, you know, people like oh, there's. Like oh, I'm, I was just sitting there. I was sitting there watching TV, and then I just heard this this ghostly sound. It sounded like Soundgarden, <laughs> and I went to investigate, and there was a there was a, a a young boy wearing Jinko jeans playing hacky sack in my in my hallway. <laughs> I only saw him for a second. Listening to Bad Motor Finger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always like. So he's like some, some like a, a dude or a chick from like the eighteen hundreds or seventeen hundreds, and they're all like no. still wearing the same clothes, and they're all you know I don't know. That's always I've always wondered that. Yeah. We should totally start a a whole thing. Yeah. Sightings of the various artists that have died. Yeah. Why isn't David Bowie haunting anybody or Prince? Come on. Right. You guys were amazing. You guys were gods. Seriously. How come? How come people don't? Like, how come there aren't sightings? Be yeah. like, I I saw Prince the other day. He's still alive. Right? Because there were all those people, I remember when I was a kid, everybody was like, Elvis is still alive. Yeah. He just got tired of the fame. And now he works as, like, a mechanic down on 4th Street. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Elvis sold me a bagel. Yeah. How come they don't have that shit with, like, Prince or David Bowie or... I'll give it a few years, I guess. Yeah. Those are all still pretty fresh, but yeah. or like Tupac. Yeah, Everybody... Tupac's been gone for twenty years now. Yeah. It's like, think about that, people. Think about that. Yeah, and he's probably still making music videos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now they have hologram Tupac. Yeah. Now they're gonna just gonna have to change the lyrics to hit him up. Call go- Ghostbusters when you see Tupac. nice all right so some so these are all so these ghosts they're all union ghosts 
essentially. Yeah, there's no Confederate ones there. But then, you know, there's there's plenty of very, very famous Gettysburg stories of, like, just the battlefield. Right. People see, like, ghost, ghosts in the tree line, and, you know, they're retreating, and, you know. Uh, one of the, the tour guides um, was asked, because they have to dress in, you know, period pieces, or period dress, Mm-hmm. And one of the tour guy, uh, one of the tourists asked him to play Dixie on his mouth harp, hmm. and so he did. And he swears that after that, it didn't. He didn't get shot, but it felt like he got shot right in his gut, and he fell to the ground. And um, he heard, "You know what you did. Don't come back here until you learn right." And then there was another lady who was out there filming who, you know, stumbled across an apparition on this little bridge. And she asked, what are you doing here? And, you know, she recorded, it was a recording device. Of course, there's no, you know, picture. No no visual one. but it said the the ghost, like the audio recording yeah, and she said it was a Confederate. It was a Confederate ghost, and it just said, "I'll shoot you." I'll shoot you. I'll shoot you. Yeah. Damn. But did it like? Did, I mean, how did she know it was a Confederate ghost? Did it like declare that? Like, oh, I'm a Confederate because soldier. Of the, because <laughs> I'll shoot you. I'm guessing because of the uniform, it was gray oh. as opposed to blue. Oh. Oh, so she saw the ghost, but she didn't yeah. actually videotape it. No. She just She it. just, uh, you know, audio recorded oh, okay. it saying, I'll shoot you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just, what, disappeared? Or? Yeah, and then it just vanished. I guess he meant to finish and say, I'll shoot you later. Later. But I forgot my gun. <laughs> My powder ain't dry. <laughs> Hold on, I'm reloading. Stay right where you are. <laughs> Hold up. Hold up. Hold on. Hold on. Just give me a second. Dang it. <laughs> Can I just go ahead and mention that what, uh, what you said before is the most was just the most Civil War thing I've ever heard in my life. Will you play Dixie for me on your mouth harp? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, all I know is that if I visit that part of the country, I'm going to be asking everybody that question. <laughs> Will you play Dixie for me on your mouth harp? I know you have a mouth harp. Go ahead. It's in your pocket. I know it. I know it. You either got a mouth harp or a harmonica. One of the Something. two. Come on. Do Something. it. Do it. Get me some sweet tea. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just like the whole trying to investigate it was was insane. Difficult. Well, during, yeah. During, during the climate, during the political the climate. Current political climate of our country. Right. And, um, but yeah. 
I, I found it interesting. It's just like, they're not like nefarious ghosts, but like you said, it's like a Scooby-Doo episode where they're just like <laughs> running around the house. I mean, the law of probability should, <laughs> should suggest that they eventually meet in the same place at the same time. Yeah, you would think. Unless there's some sort of weird thing where like they're bound to a certain room. Or oh, something? maybe they're on multiple planes of existence, mm. but they're manifesting themselves on this plane of existence, but because they're stuck in their plane of existence, they can't find the other ones who are on different planes of existence because they all died at different times. Math, dude. Math. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't math well, but okay. Carry the one. It's <laughs> obvious. <laughs> Chemtrails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is pretty. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. I, I, I totally picture them having that kind of like Scooby Doo running sound, where they sort of rev up. Yeah, rev up before they actually. I gotta go find this lady. Give her the death letter. What was the Roadrunner? Meet meet. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've talked about the eclipse. We've talked a little bit about some Confederate or not Confederate ghosts, but on the periphery of racist ghosts, topical. <laughs> Do we have anything else we want to talk about this week? Hmm? We run long enough. Yeah, we're about we're about an hour. I think, I think an hour is good. Okay. Yeah, let's try I know our first episode that. was about an hour and a half, but that might have been a little long. Kind of an extra large episode. But uh, let's not waste people's it was time. The, it was the world premiere. Yeah, so, yeah, so you know, kind of yeah, have we that. can cut it here and we can carry over anything else to next week. Yeah, sounds good. We'll have some good stuff for you next week on Spooky. The Spooky Podcast? The Spooky Podcast. Oh, look at that. I said it fast that time and didn't mess it up. Nice. My name's Chris L. Dillon, if I didn't mention that at the beginning, which I don't think I did. And I'm Shane K. Whitty, and no, we didn't mention yeah. it at the beginning. Yeah. So now you know. Now you know. And knowing South the Mountain. So we oh. will see you next week. Do, 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 do. See you guys. Bye. <laughs>